Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Friday, January 15th, and this is your FT News Briefing. U.S. President-elect Joe Biden laid out his fiscal stimulus plan last night, just a few hours after Federal Reserve Chairman Jay Powell assured investors the central bank won't end its support for the U.S. economy anytime soon. Some of the biggest U.S. banks will report earnings today, and alt-right groups find alternate platforms to rally for more unrest. Plus, who will replace one of Europe's most powerful leaders, Germany's Angela Merkel? We'll take a look at some of the contenders. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. The U.S. economy is still struggling because of the coronavirus pandemic. The latest weekly jobless claims show nearly one million people had applied for unemployment last week. It's one of the many tasks facing Joe Biden as he takes office. And last night, the president-elect released a nearly $2 trillion economic stimulus plan. Also yesterday, Federal Reserve Chairman Jay Powell reassured markets that the Fed would maintain the asset purchase program it has in place to support the economy. Here to talk about these developments is the FT's U.S. Capital Markets correspondent, Colby Smith. Colby, let's start with Chairman Powell's comments. What exactly did he say and why did he say it now? Well, Chair Powell really wanted to send an explicit message about the future of the Fed's asset purchases program and reiterate that the central bank has really no plans this year to wind down those purchases. And some speculation had grown in recent weeks following some comments from regional Fed presidents about a potential taper of that $120 billion um, a month program that's currently in place at some point at the end of, of 2021. I think Powell really wanted to kind of push back on that as have other Fed officials uh, in recent days, to, to assure investors to some degree that their support is going to be there for quite some time. Okay, so how did investors react to Powell's comments? It was pretty surprising because we had treasuries sell off even further. Um, They had reversed course earlier in the week. And as Powell was speaking, the sell-off that has really picked up steam since the beginning of the year accelerated once again. So I don't think it was necessarily the market reaction that Powell and and Fed officials were hoping to see. They would hope that in response to uh, their pledge to kind of keep their asset purchase program in effect would actually help to kind of keep a lid on interest rates. Colby, I want to switch gears to the economic stimulus plan Joe Biden introduced yesterday. How do you think investors will receive it? Well, it's a it's a substantial one. I mean, at one point nine trillion, it's 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 a significant um, rescue plan, just to say the least. And because it includes this additional direct payments to Americans and direct aid to state and local governments, it is seen as kind of a step in the right direction for uh, support for a recovery that has really started to flag. Um, so I think this uh, new stimulus plan is going to be welcomed by investors broadly. Today, several of the biggest U.S. banks report fourth quarter earnings, including Wells Fargo, J.P. Morgan Chase, and Citigroup. It's the first set of earnings since the Fed gave banks the green light to resume share buybacks. Banks halted buybacks in March of last year, and they were banned by the Fed from doing so in June, all on fears of a steep recession and big loan losses because of the pandemic. But the top U.S. lenders actually ended 2020 in good shape and in the first quarter of this year, are expected to buy back $10 billion of their own shares, something that is sure to please many investors. I spoke to the FT's U.S. banking editor, Laura Noonan, about what investors are looking for in today's earnings announcements. The biggest thing I think investors will be looking at is some color around just what those share buybacks are going to look like. So the Federal Reserve said in December 
that banks could pay up to a maximum of the average of the previous four quarters earnings in combined dividends and buybacks together. So that will basically set a cap on what they can pay back in the first quarter. But banks may give broader guidance on how they expect buybacks to progress through the rest of the year. I guess the most interesting bank will probably be Wells Fargo. And that's because Wells Fargo's earnings have been pretty low and their earnings for the fourth quarter are expected to be pretty low. So it will be the most constrained in terms of what it can literally do based on the Fed's rulings. But the other thing about Wells is they're in a pretty troubled financial situation still. So even if Wells is technically able to return capital and to do buybacks, they may decide that actually in the first quarter, they're just going to do an ordinary dividend and they're not going to actually do buybacks. Big social media sites like Twitter and Facebook have beefed up their monitoring since last week's attack on the U.S. Capitol. They're censoring baseless claims that the election was fraudulent and even banned Donald Trump himself from posting. But right-wing extremists are still finding new places to congregate and stoke unrest in the run-up to Joe Biden's inauguration. Some have moved to the encrypted messaging app Signal or Telegram. They're harder to monitor. Other right-wing groups have migrated to apps like MeWe and CloudHub. Both of those apps have surged in the App Store charts recently. Signal, Telegram, and CloudHub did not respond to the FT's requests for comment. Now to Germany, which under Chancellor Angela Merkel's leadership has been the rock of political and economic stability in the EU. But Merkel is stepping down. And tomorrow, Germans go to the polls to elect a new leader for Merkel's party, the Christian Democratic Union. The CDU has ruled Germany for 50 of the past 70 years. The FT's guy, Chazan, has been writing about this, and he joins me now to talk about the three candidates who are vying to fill Merkel's shoes. Hey, Guy. Hi. So, Guy, who are these three candidates, and, and how different are they? The main difference is really in style and the kind of image that they present. What we have is a change candidate. We have Friedrich Merz, who is promising to restore the old conservative identity of the CDU that it used to have in the pre-Merkel era. In the last 16 years that Merkel has been chancellor, she's really pushed the CDU more and more to the centre of the German political landscape. Um, Then Armin Laschet is much more of a moderate and sees himself very much in the Merkel tradition of keeping the CDU as a sort of broad church, right of centre, but able to appeal to uh, voters in the middle, uh, to Greens and Social Democrats as well. And then there's Norbert Röttgen, who's a little bit more on the sort of Laschet side of things. He's also relatively liberal, very, very pro-European, as in fact all three candidates are and um, is much more about sort of trying to modernise the party and recruit more women and young people and make it more digital and a bit more forward-thinking. How about in relation to the EU, Germany's role within the EU has been so central lately. Uh, What about there? Well, I think Laschet would carry on Merkel policies on the EU. Merz is a bit more conservative. I've just been reading his book, and he talks about safeguarding Germany's interests in the EU much more vigorously than has been done up till now. He's also slightly cagey about things like the EU sort of borrowing money on financial markets to help countries that have been affected by the corona pandemic. This whole idea of the recovery fund that was created last year. Rutgen 
and Mertz, actually, if we look away from economics, they're keen for the EU to take on a much bigger role in foreign policy and defence policy and uh, to project its strength in a more vigorous way than it's doing at the moment. So is Merkel's successor as CDU leader a lock to become Germany's next chancellor? No, not by any means. That's what makes this leadership contest so uncertain because essentially what could happen is that we could have some surprise candidates coming in and pushing their way forward. Principally, Marcus Zerder, who's the Prime Minister of Bavaria, and he's seen his approval ratings soar during the corona pandemic. He keeps saying that his place is in Bavaria, but most people in Berlin believe that he does have an eye on the Chancellery, and uh, if he thinks he could do it, he will. So there is a chance that he might emerge as the um, chancellor candidate of the CDU and its sister party, the Bavarian CSU, come elections in September. Guy Chazan covers Germany for the FT. He's based in Berlin. Thanks, Guy. Thank you. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back next week for the latest business news. The FT News Briefing is produced by Fiona Simon and me, Mark Filipino. Our editor is Jess Smith. We had help from Gavin Coleman, Michael Bruning, and Amy Keene. Our theme song is by Metaphor Music. Hi, this is Matt. And Sean. From Two Black Guys. With good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation... Partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium.